ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many like friends with people that I've never met, but I feel incredibly close to and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Welcome back to the ALG podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you really quick at the top of the show. Before we bring on today's guest, if you could please five star rate and review the podcast, we love to read those, those reviews and we want to see those five star ratings. So if you could please do that, we really appreciate it. And if you're looking to support the podcast, you could do that by saving 20% off your next Redcon order for the highest state of readiness. Go to redcon.com redcon1.com and use promo code T20JARPS. That's T20JARPS. Jarps. For 20, yeah, Jarps. For 20% your whole order. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, my name is John Arpino, otherwise known as JRPS Journey, and I am joined alongside today my partner in crime, David Roden, otherwise known as Fit underscore D-Rock. And today we have a very special guest, one oh, of my man. favorites. I, I don't even know this. This podcast hasn't even started yet, but I, I gotta say, Doug. I mean, I'm a little biased right now. Mm. I, I, you know, David, I have to say, if you fuck up my fucking intro one more fucking time, I'm not. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> like, I'm. I'm really tired. I go on a fucking roll, and then you just want to fucking. No one wants to hear your voice in the beginning. <laughs> okay. Is that what the reviews say? Yeah, that's what the DMs say. That's what. That's what the DMs say. Oh shit. Okay. Anyway, today we have a very special guest. My man, the one and only, the Dougified Dougie Fresh. Yeah, what's up? What's up, belly boy? Mm-hmm. Not much. How Some you doing today? Day. I feel you, Pop. Living the dream. You living the dream? You ready to you ready to fuck with David this whole entire podcast? The whole time. All right, <laughs> good. I feel like it's, it's gonna be a two on one this entire time. Oh, it's yeah, always probably. a two on one. Um, so anywho. Anyway, guys, if you are not aware of Doug, Doug is a is a is a inspiration to myself. I know he's an inspiration to David and he's an inspiration to the ALG community on the community call each and every Wednesday night. Doug, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, uh, a little bit of background, your dating profile. Oh, my fans only or only fans. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my tender, whatever that is. My chicken tender profile. Okay. <laughs> chicken tender profile. Whatever. Uh, but uh, I'm Doug. Uh, I'm in North Carolina. And, uh, but yeah. Very nice. Sorry. How old I'm are you? Nervous. No worries. Uh, oh, I just turned 40 like a month ago. Happy and I turned I turned the oh, dirty thirty in in like ten days, so so we're right there mm. together. David, uh, oh, from the day the release of this podcast, yes, maybe no, no, oh, the fourteenth. Yeah, so me too. So, it's, so I was going to say you're fifteen your days away. wrong. Yeah, no, today's the first. <laughs> today's the first. Yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I live my life six Saturdays and one Sunday. So Doug, yeah. 
Tell me about life living in the dirty South, in that North Carolina. It's very humid <laughs> and very uncomfortable if you have rolls everywhere and not the, <laughs> and not the yeast rolls. And, you know, it's okay, though. It's okay. All right. Tell me a little, tell, tell us a little bit about your background. <sighs> a background. How far do you want to go? I want to go, go back, back, brother. This is all I, I love. I love. Tell me about high school, Doug. Oh, oh, high school. Uh, well, I'll even go back further than that. Yes, I want to hear that. Okay, elementary school. I was like a. I was until I got right. to like fifth grade, right? And my people wanted a honor roll student and I was an honor roll student so they took it upon well I ain't gonna say this but anyway I ended up getting on the honor roll okay and the next three years of see back in the day elementary school was k to eight and then nine to twelve was high school right there was no middle and, school uh, back then yeah and so but uh sixth seventh and eighth grade I just did not care about school whatsoever. Uh, I failed everything. But back in, back then, I mean, they would still push you along. Um, I was I was okay in science and stuff, but whatever. And uh, high school, I was the same way. I would fail everything. Um, like a D would be freaking awesome for me. Right. Um, I graduated. Uh, I think like 190 out of 198 people, and the only people below me were like druggies. <laughs> now, what's the reasoning? What 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 changed? I just didn't care. Uh, there was nothing appealing about school. I understand. Um, I, I was very uh, much the same way. Yeah, and uh. I tried to go to a community college for computer programming, but I just slipped through all the classes. I ended up wasting like three semesters in college doing that. And then uh, I, I found a motorsports program, and that's when everything really changed. Uh, I'm more of a hands-on kind of person anyway. Okay. And um, my GPA went from like a uh, – 1.8 to a 3.7 there you go just because of uh of uh i was actually doing stuff i was interested in and um i did the motorsports program uh machining welding auto body all that stuff and i dropped out with one semester to go why is that i'm getting like three degrees uh it was it was a very dumb decision it uh, it was because I could spend time spend time with somebody that I ended up never meeting. Uh, yeah, long distance relationships. Okay, they'll they'll knock you in the teeth. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's, that was so, cool. So t tell me about your upbringing. Upbringing. Um, well, I was pretty much raised by my mom and my grandma. Okay. Uh, my dad, he he was a good provider, 
but a shitty dad. Uh, like every Christmas, I would have all the things that I wanted, uh, but uh, he wouldn't. Uh, he he barely let me ride in his car. Hmm. Uh, he uh, uh, he would never give me attention. Um, it was just it was pretty much just me and mom, and uh, with him paying the bills, and. Uh, that uh i don't know it's uh, uh i don't know and um it was like it all throughout my childhood and and like last year i got a phone call that see uh, but my parents divorced in like 96 or 97 and um um, of course, I ended up staying here with my mom, my mom, and he ended up moving like an hour away. And I never really saw him anymore. Right. Till I started losing weight the first time, and all of a sudden he was proud of me hmm. for something. And uh, I don't know. It was just it was just a messed up thing. Uh, I I tried to men thing i tried to make things better with him uh but he would all like every time we would go out to dinner or something he would treat me like a five-year-old and here i am i was like 35 36 at the time i can't remember now and uh he uh he just didn't care i mean he, he cared more about getting back with my mom than he did spending any time with me Right, because mm. just because he was lonely, I guess. And, okay. Um, so let's course. jump ahead. You mentioned before the first time that you lost weight. I wanted to save this for a little a little while, but I think we should dive into it now. Let's okay. talk about that. So, what was your highest weight the first time that you lost a ton of weight? Because I know that um, you had a, an extremely crazy weight loss journey before this. Yes, it was crazy. It was very crazy. Uh, my highest weight before was right at 650. Okay. Um, I remember walking into a gym, like I, I had had enough of myself, you know, and, um, sorry. And uh, I walked into a gym and I was like, look, uh, can I get a little bit of help here? <laughs> uh, and the lady behind the counter, she was so nice. Uh, she was like, sure. Um, we love a challenge. Well, I was a challenge, trust me. <laughs> and my first trainer, she was so sweet. She she was the first person that ever prayed with me. Uh, I'll never forget her. Um, uh, I haven't saw her in, I don't know, forever now. But, um, man, I, I could not, uh, I could not, uh, uh, I could, it, it was, I mean, it was, the, the workouts were easy. easy. Um, right. what, what did she was, have you doing? Um, I was doing some treadmill work. I was doing stars. I was doing a lot of stars. And this was at 650? Uh, yeah. Stairs, and, um, stairs like in the building or stairs like the machine? Stair in, in the building. Okay. And uh, had me some doing some uh, 
squats and some arm raises and stuff like that with like some 20 pound weights or something. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was, it, the workouts were good. It was the eating that was, well, that was still screwing me. Uh, I remember before my workout, sometimes I would go across to a place called Bojangles. I don't know if y'all Bojangles. Okay. Yeah, I would go to Bojangles and I'd get like uh, a thing of uh, buffalo bites, and I would eat some buffalo bites and some fries right before I would go into workout. Some would call and it a pre-workout, I, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah protein, yeah, a little bit high on salt. But uh, yeah, she she was awesome though. I, I really do appreciate her. Um, and then after her, uh, sh- she had to leave or something. Uh, she had an- another job lined up or something. She wanted to be a nurse, which I was like, hey, that's awesome. So then, um, had this one trainer. Uh, they handed me off to her. And she didn't know what, I mean, she didn't really know what she was doing. Gotcha. She had, she just printed off the biggest loser diet, handed it to me. And then she had me work out and she, I don't know, like. And what was the biggest loser diet? What would they have you on? Oh God, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Gotcha. I remember yeah. when you, when you were saying, I remember when we, we've had this conversation a little bit. You were, this was the process where basically you were just eating chicken, chicken and apples, right? This was before that. This is before that. Okay. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but, uh, so wait, how many times have you lost a massive amount of weight? Two times or three times? Uh, what what, define massive? Well, I know that you've had an, like an extremely, extremely large weight loss. Um, I lost like 65 pounds on Weight Watchers. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, threw it back, threw all that crap back on. Right. Uh, let's see. And I think the next time I tried was going to the gym. So I've had. Uh, and then when when did the chicken and apples arrow start? That started whenever uh, I actually got serious about it and I started taking people's advice. Okay. okay. And uh, now where did the chickens and the chicken and apples come from? Like what do you mean? Like how did you come up with the idea of eating just chicken and apples? Well, I'm a very simple-minded person. I kind of did it to myself actually cuz like they were having me doing like protein pancakes, uh it's like cottage cheese, three egg whites and oatmeal. Right. You can make pancakes out of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're okay. I like them all right. It's just, uh, I guess I was just lazy with it. Yeah, a lot of work. I, yeah. I, I like I like simplicity myself. I'm, I'm the same way. Like this, yeah. people out there that make these friggin' these smorgasbord, they take like an hour to make some kind of meal that, t- yeah, it, it tastes Not 10% better. Like, oh yeah, it's 10% better like taste, but it's like, well, it took so much prep. I I can eat the yeah. same meal every day. Now, if, not- if you want to make it for me, absolutely. But I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be out here making this every, yeah, no. Yeah, when someone makes it the homemade, like, 
um, OD pancakes that are like low carb and all this kind of stuff. And they use co- like coconut, um, flour and they do all this type of stuff. And like, Oh, it's great. Isn't this awesome? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not spending 40 minutes to make breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyway, chicken yeah. and apples, how much did you lose by eating just chicken and apples? Oh God. Uh, well, every once in a while I'm throwing something else, but that was like the base. 99% of the diet, you know? Yep. Uh, I lost, let's see, I went from 650 to 334 or 338. Wow. So you lost that's, 300 pounds. Yeah. That's insane. And how long did it take you on chickens and apples? Uh, let's see. I think, I know I lost 177 pounds in six months. I lost the rest of it over the period of another year. So, so a year and six months, you lost 300 pounds. Yeah. A year and six months, a year and nine months, something like that. It was under two years. That's insane. And all all of this time I was working at a pizza restaurant. Right. You were working in a pizzeria doing this. Yes. Okay. That's a lot of willpower. Well, one of the trainers, uh, friends that I was working, uh, I was, uh, I was at the gym. He ran a pizza place and they knew I needed some, uh, a job and some, something to do, you know? Right. And so they actually offered me a job and I was like, that'd be awesome. That's the first place I ever worked a 40 hour work week. Nice. And that that's the place that got me off of food stamps. Wow. That's awesome. So I'll, I'll forever be grateful for them. Um, but, but yeah. And That's question amazing. for you, because because I remember hearing when we when we first started working together, you were kind of sharing this past experience with that. Um, so the chicken and apples, the same time you had a trainer of some sort, um, where you started creating a pretty nasty habit, if I remember. What what was that like? Yeah, yeah. Um, what we'd be like, I started messing up. Like I would go to. Like there was a period of, I don't know, a year, year and a half where I didn't touch fast food. I didn't think about it. Uh, I I was fine with it, except every weekend or something. Like a cheat meal to me would be like a cup of coffee from Starbucks. Really? Well, okay. Yeah. And uh, I remember after my weigh-in every week, I, I would tell them, you know, I, my my mind felt like a pressure pot, right? Well, just about to blow up, pretty much, and I didn't have an outlet for it. Right. Uh, I had I had nothing that I knew that was enjoyable. Uh, I didn't know how to find joy in anything, and so I, after my weigh-ins. I'll go to Chick-fil-A and I would just get like a biscuit or something right. and some hash browns. And that would, I would let that be my cheat meal. Well, that turned into two biscuits into uh, a couple biscuits and, you know, some nuggets. And that would, it, it would snowball. And eventually I was eating shit for like a couple of days and I would I would work myself so hard. This is why chicken 
pineapples for success because that that was really all I was having some days just to show just so that I could show a result and I could still say that I lost something and I could still say I'm doing a good job. I understand. Yeah, you and you, I was you needed the, you, yeah you needed the you needed the you know you're doing a good job you need you're doing this you're you're making strides. I understand. Yeah. Um, and just because I was showing a loss, they they I would still tell them you know I, I messed up. Right. And and they're like just keep on doing what you're doing. So I kept on doing what I was doing. Right, because they're worried about what was going on in the outside and not what was going on upstairs or the inside. Yeah. Um. So. How many chickens and apples were you eating a day? Oh, God. Oh, my chicken was so nasty. Oh, no. It brings back memories. Uh, Wait, how do you like, make nasty chicken? Like baked chicken? Yeah, what do you mean? Real chicken? chicken? Was it over? Was it burnt? Was it raw? Like, what do you mean by it was nasty? Like, okay, I would make it a couple of days. I would make it for several days, right? Yeah, okay. And uh, Baked or grilled or pan fried? Crock, crock pot. Crock oh, pot. okay. Okay. And you'd think it'd be kind of juicy, but no. I mean, oh, you, you just cook the shit it, out of it. You could like for eight hours, and you could take it and drop it on a plate, and it would bounce. <laughs> that is yeah, the one. You weren't putting was, anything in there with it, right? You were just putting a piece of chicken in a crock pot. A little bit of Mrs. Dash. That's about it. Okay. That's the one thing about chicken where people get it twisted is people tend to now it's very easy to undercook it and then it gets nasty because you can get salmonella and really F your day up. But like people overcook chicken and it gets super dry and it's like, well, I hate chicken. Well, because you're overcooking it. It's like if you make it good, it's like it's delicious. (laughs) My my diet is 97 percent chicken. No, but what was and this is. um this, this is, you know, this is us three just having a conversation. Um, obviously, we're, we're coaches to you. We're friends to you. We're everything else in between. Um, what was your biggest learning experience <laughs> from that? I would, I'm just, just, just humbly after like, because obviously, I, I believe that there's no such thing as a, like you don't make a mistake if you learn from it. And so this was a learning experience for you. And so what was, what did you learn after this whole chicken and apples and then binging a bunch of food and then chicken and apples to, to lose weight again? And then what, what, what was looking at it now, what has been a learning experience from that? The biggest thing that gave me is hope. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's the only thing that kept me going. Okay. Um, like it took, a whole lot longer for me to actually put the weight on again okay. than it did for me to drop it. Uh, just cause like, it, I can safely say over the past 10 years, there has not been a single day. I have not thought about my weight and my health thing. Well, it is though. It gets, it's, it gets messed up in the whole rigmarole of self-worth and, uh, everything else mm-hmm. and the only thing that uh, well, the best thing from from previous success is just knowing that I can do it and because uh, I felt it you know mm-hmm. right uh, but just mentally though 
I, I wasn't there. It seemed um, – so looking at that, like when you were doing that, when you say you mentally weren't there, it was more of just kind of like white-knuckling it. You just kind of were just – The whole it, damn thing. Yeah, it was just it was just holding on for dear life. It wasn't like you when you when you're in that first process, did it feel like what you were doing was long term or you were just sitting there going, I'm just holding on? Uh I was holding on the entire okay. time. Now did okay. you think and that this was gonna be something sustainable that you were gonna do forever? I was hoping to eventually make a transition. Like they said things would get easier. Mm-hmm. They just never did. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I no, I totally, I totally get that. That's always it goes off of my thing of just white knuckling. Like white knuckling can get you to lose hundreds of pounds, but white knuckling can't get you to sustain it because it's just you're just mm-hmm. every day is this massive emotional energy. Yeah, And if you can't find ways to deal with stress, if you can't find ways to like deal with those different things, eventually you just fall off and it's Absolutely. so hard to get past that. And so, um, no, I totally, I totally get you. And like, that's, that's one of the things where I've, I've shared it on our community calls. I've shared it from different places, um, such as Dean and different things where I, one of the things that obviously it's super cool about us in especially helping people that need to lose hundreds of pounds is we physically have done it. Right. And so there, there is this different understanding of empathy. There is this different understanding of what someone's going through, but I will be the first one to admit the first time I lost 200 pounds, I kept it off. So like it it is something to be said of, I couldn't even imagine losing 300 plus pounds, gaining it back all on and, right. and, and then looking to do it again. And then looking at us and being like, I got to do it again. So what, what's been that process for you? Um, knowing that that first community call, cause I remember you on that first community call, John and I talk about this still to this day, you, you jumped on that first community call and you were, I'm, I'm going to try to recreate it. You were, you were laying down. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we're like, hey, man, tell us your story. Hi. Okay. I need to lose some weight. I don't even think you had your camera on. Right. No, I don't think you had your camera on either. No. And here, like, how, how much? What were you? I can't tell you how much you're And you you wouldn't say the number. And we just kind of talked to you and said, said, we're just kind of like, hey, we're hoping you're here next week. And you're like, okay. And, and then the next week, you're on next week. You're on the next yeah. week. You're like, okay, he's here for two weeks in a row. Yeah. We'll it's see crazy. And then you and then you came back and then and then you turn on your camera. And the second week you turn yeah. your camera on. And yeah. then you My started to than Kenny's at this time. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it kind of it 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 just kind of built some momentum. And then first you were just doing everything by yourself. Yeah. And then you decided coaching was something that you were looking forward to. Yeah. We were giving um, you goals to hit every week and you, you were yeah. hitting them for the most part. You were doing really mm-hmm. well. So go back to that beginning point of you, st- you getting on the community call and everything like that. What was that process for you? Um, I had been a part of the little community there for a few weeks, but I was just too nervous to get on the phone calls. Mm-hmm. And so I finally did. I was like, well, 
look, I need friends. <laughs> I need uh, I need some accountability. I most definitely need accountability. Uh, that's the biggest thing. And uh, everything else would be like a caveat. I mean, right. it'd be just good on top of it. And then uh, you started y'all's coaching gig. And I was like, what the hell? And uh, man, I, I seriously, I love y'all's coaching. Thank I you. love, I love, I, I wish you had the the Wednesday meetings every freaking night. <laughs> um, like no crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's therapy. Um, you. you know, like, like in the Monday and the coaching is pretty damn awesome well i appreciate it but uh i just kind of i'm really intrigued on that kind of where you're so as you're kind of getting this process you decide that i need to really make this change what um when you first started just in the community call and you started making those decisions what were those first couple i mean obviously we helped with like the, the basics but what was what were those first couple decisions you made well i helped my water and i made a decision to continue coming mm-hmm <laughs> and uh i was pretty successful i guess you were you were hitting, um, you were hitting goals you were moving around you were drinking your water you know when you first came on the community call i personally didn't want to make anything too hard for you because i didn't want to mm-hmm. scare you off yeah you know i mean because i i mean as soon as i met you i was like i really want to do everything in my power to help this person out um reason being that i you know i have never been um you know you know Gormy very well, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so me and Gormy and another friend of ours, we have this joke, and please don't take this the wrong way, but, like, when you get over into the number six, it's, like, the point of no return, right? And I mean that in the yeah. best way. Loving, I love you to death, but it's just a joke between me and another fellow former fat person and fat person. I'm still fat. I still consider myself a fat person. Anyway, so I needed everything in my power because I've been in the upper fives and I knew that it sucked, you know, and I couldn't even imagine living my life the way that it was and adding more weight on top of that and being alone and having nobody because I was alone at 510, 520 pounds. Um, I have no idea what that experience was like for you being in the 600s, being, you know, feeling trapped and alone. And I just wanted to do everything that I could to help you figure out a way to get out of that predicament. So whether that was telling you to drink a little extra water a day or move around every day or whatever, um, I just wanted to keep seeing your face. You know, Um, I just want, I love you, baby. I love you. You you all need to watch this podcast on video. I just, I need (laughs) you all to watch this podcast on video. Uh, Anyway, um, so I just wanted to do everything that I could you know, cause I listen, I'll say it straight up. I am not a health guru. I am not a bodybuilder. I am not anything wild and crazy. I'm just a guy who lost some weight who kind of knows what the fuck he's doing. That guy over there who I hate, I can't stand him, but I still love him anyway. He knows the science bullshit. I'm just going to tell you how to fucking eat right, drink water <laughs> and whatever. He's going to tell you to take fucking two teaspoons of fucking go fuck yourself and a little bit of fucking how you do it and stir it on up in a pot and whatever. And it's science. great. And it's science. <laughs> Me, I'm going to give you the emotional backing that you need to get through this. So the moment yeah. I met you, I was like, I need to do this. This is, this is, this is what I need to do. So I'm glad that yeah. you kept coming on. Um, I didn't, I never expected, I gotta be honest with you, buddy. 
I never expected you to take the leap of faith to join the coaching ever. I didn't. And when I found out that you had joined, I was so fucking hyped. And actually Doug was number one. Yeah. Number Doug, one. Doug was the first ever. Yeah, I shit crap? you not. I remember when you, you signed up for coaching. Um, D- uh, John said to me, honestly, David, if we don't get another client, if we can help Doug yeah. transform his life, it was Doug. completely worth it. It yeah. was completely, that was honestly the first, I will, I, it's in the text message. I got to find the text. Cause like, yeah. that was the first thing we said was like, if yep. we don't take on an, like, I don't care. Like it's ju- just being able to make a massive impact in someone's life. Like that's the most important. And you can't make more of an impact than helping you. Yeah. You Doug, you, you just, you just hit a, a big milestone within, within the community, within coaching, everything like that um just share with us like what you're you're i mean i know you hate saying it obviously you've actually pretty much said it already um your heaviest weight going into the community and then now what you just hit tell tell, what what tell us um let's see when was uh let's see i was well over six months i wonder Mm -hmm. Uh, I, i haven't weighed here lately uh, but it, like Wednesday, it was like a five ninety nine. Five ninety nine, and what was what would you say your heaviest was? Um, total or whenever we started. Total your heaviest weight, and then going into just joining ALG community. Uh, my heaviest weight altogether, it was like six hundred seventy five. In, in the picture I showed you, I was six seventy five. Okay, so six seventy five, and, and you just hit five ninety nine. Yes. Let's fucking go. So down yeah. seven, down down eighty pounds. Uh, yeah, um, and I started coaching. I was like, uh, I think I was in the fifties or something. Yeah, I think you were in the fifties, yeah, fifty-five. Yeah. yeah. So you. Yeah. So so you're down seventy pounds in the last. It's like four, five, five months, five months, five or six months, something like that. Now, see what I, I love about this. I don't, Doug. I talk about it constantly, and this is one of the things you aren't doing it the fastest, but you've been yeah. fucking consistent. And this is what I love because then, you know, there's a little bit of balance involved because um, we the Internet loves to glorify 190 pounds in a year. And it's just like it it sets a very dangerous, like unpredictable life doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. But what I think is even more fantastic is seeing with someone who just loses three pounds a week. Absolutely. Boom, boom. Boom. It's like, it's like clockwork. Because it's sustainable. It's, you know it's been I mean? like well, clockwork for you. So how is. I like my mac and cheese. I can't, I can, we kept your mac and cheese, brother. We kept, isn't know. it crazy how you're still having some mac and cheese? You're still having I'm some not, of your. <laughs> Stop touching yeah. the goddamn AirPods. <laughs> I'm to be careful. But um, no, but, but seriously, because, because the process that, how has this process been for you compared to the chicken apples days, losing 300 pounds there? Um, to this time around, how do you feel emotionally? How do you feel with the plan? How is th- how has that process been for you? I feel like I'm around people who I can actually relate to, instead yeah. of just somebody putting stuff together based on math. Okay, I hate um, math, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate math. Uh, it's uh, I, I totally get you. Oh well, yeah, you know, thirty five hundred. Uh, calories is a pound and so yeah. if we do this and the science and <laughs> no i get you yeah. what has been the what has been your favorite part of the program though thus far 
on the program. Yeah. Um, talking to y'all. <laughs> okay, I appreciate. And what does that. that do? What does that do for you? Like, I, honestly, like this is this is us three. Think about like almost like a. Uh, think of like this as almost like a. You're you you get to tell us the truth about how coaching's been for you except for it's recorded and everyone's going to know. Um, how is it like, no pressure, us, no pressure. Um, how is speaking with us been that piece? Like why, why, why is that beneficial for you? Y- y'all do everything like mentally, uh, emotionally. We, we haven't really got much into emotions, but mm-hmm. it, it goes into your headspace too. Um, the headspace stuff is important. Mine is very fragile all the time. And, well, the, the nutrition goes into kind of the headspace, too. Mm-hmm. But I can still get my mac and cheese. So. Do you still get your mac and cheese? Well, well, that's what I wanted to talk about, too. Also, like, do you like this cardboard eating plan we got you on? Um, it's not it's okay. It's okay. That's give, okay. Us, give us a little example of what you're eating. I'm eating chicken, like 12 ounces of chicken. And I'm having some vegetables with that. And I'm having some eggs and egg whites. <clears throat> and um having some English muffins. Yep. For my breakfast. And I'm having chicken. And to be honest, I've had a couple apples in there too. I'm having I'm having a shit ton of cantaloupe. Cantaloupe, I, I know. You've been talking about your cantaloupe. I and for supper, you're not I having I mean you're having food. cantaloupe, but you're not going nuts. You're not having like five cantaloupes a day. Are you having five cantaloupes a day? You lying? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> no, I'm not having five cantaloupes. I'm having like ten ounces of ten. Yeah, that's 10 nothing. 20. That's great, <laughs> honestly. That's great. It's a good source of fiber. Yeah. It's a it's lot so of water. Great. And you're eating mac and cheese. Yeah. Point out another fucking program that's gonna let you have some mac and cheese. Well, I know. There is none. <laughs> that's too funny. Well, macros in in moderation. Yeah. I I tweak things a little bit, but um okay what uh john do you have any questions i want to i've been talking a lot no i like it it's a, it's a nice change of pace i thought you said you know, hold on you said at the beginning of this podcast that people don't like my voice and they no, they damned they, you they, they, they don't, don't like when you fucking ruin the intro you ruined the intro by not letting me speak damn it all right go take a lap <laughs> um I don't know, man. Like, it's not even questions. It's just, it's just, I just, I can't express like how proud I am of you. Um, Much appreciated. Absolutely. And, and I, and I think it, it really just stems from just the relatability that I have with you. I feel like we have a lot of common ground together. Um, I know that we haven't really touched a lot into like your background, your upbringing, your eating habits back then. Today was just more of a focus on like, what you've been doing within the last four months, the strides that you've been making within the last four months. But I will tell you first and foremost that I, it has been an honor to watch you grow as an individual. Um, it, it has been an honor to watch you um, learn and understand what needs to be done in order to meet your goals. Because I know that you've done this before and I know that you've had a ginormous weight loss before, but I don't like the way that you did it. And I, I know that all three of us can say that it was a really shitty, torturous way for you to lose that weight. And like I told you from the first and second call that you were ever on, like, I'm not going to fuck David. 
fuck David. Um, I'm not going to leave your side throughout any of this. Like, there's nothing that you can do that is going to push me away and be like, okay, I've I've lost hope on Doug. Um, you bring a lot of happiness to what I envisioned ALG to be since since me and David started this. Um, and I'm just really happy to have you a part of this community. And I and I'm just I'm really happy that you have not given up on yourself and and you let David and I just kind of like bring you down this path, you know? Um, so thank you for, for just putting a lot of faith into, to two jabronis and, um, yeah, man, like just keep up the hard work. You're like, I said, you're inspiring a lot of people. You're inspiring me. Um, no one cares about David and, um, no one, no one cares about David. (laughs) And I just want to let you know, since since I've met you, I've been trying to figure out what those shades say. And today I finally realized they're NASCAR. Oh, they're my NASCAR curtains. Yeah. I've been, I didn't know if they were, I didn't know if it was football and those were football fields with football helmets on it. I, but now I finally realized it's NASCAR. Uh, You fucking North Carolina. Let's go race it. Yeah. What a Doug, I have a question and you can, Take it or leave it. Um, are you at a place where you can kind of laugh at what you used to eat? Or you're um, not there yet? If you're not totally cool. I'm at a place where I can laugh at how I used to treat stuff. Okay. okay. Like, used to, I would go to McDonald's and get $30 worth of food. Well, that's what I'm saying. Behind, yeah. And go behind the Lowe's uh Lowe's hardware and, and uh, face the wall and just eat all day long. Okay. I used to do the same thing in a Taco Bell parking lot. We used to sit under. Yeah. Uh, there was always this like See, I'd always eat the car. post that I had no leave. light. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no one left. No one, no one left the car. You don't leave. Wait, did you leave the car to eat or did you just eat, eat in the car? Doug. Oh, I just I just eat in the car. Okay, okay. I, when I say look, look at the wall, I was feeling like you got out of the car. No, no, like I knew I knew exactly wall. what he meant. He drove he drove to a parking spot that was facing a wall, so no one could see it is it is. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I used to do the same thing, and then I would. There was this one lamp post in the Taco Bell parking lot by my Taco Bell that was always out. The light was always out, so I used to I used to park underneath that one, and it was facing the gate and this huge wall. And I would sit there and I would eat my thirty five dollars worth of Taco Bell all by my lonesome. Yeah. Good times, not really. Good times. Good times. Yeah, I used to get two grande meals at Taco Bell. Yeah, that'd be a, a good snack. Absolutely. You ever do the uh, two of the twelve pack tacos? Yes. Yes. That was a Super Bowl special one year. Oh, really? I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> I do declare, Mister Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie, do you have? If you could say five things. All right. Yeah, this is what I want you to do, Doug. Oh. Um, I want you to. Um, give five reasons to people listening to this podcast as to why they should consider finding coaching. It doesn't have to be ALG coaching, but finding coaching. If they're in a similar spot as you, why should they look into finding a good coach? Well, number one, there's always room to it, – it's, it's good to get out of your own head and where other people can kind of examine things and uh, just like look into your life and whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, 
the nutrition stuff is is kind of mandatory. Uh, workout stuff, uh, we ain't got, we ain't really got there yet much, except steps. But. Yeah, that's all you need though. That's a, you, yeah. the cra- crazy thing. You don't have to do a bunch of crazy workouts to lose weight and live in a healthy Absolutely. body. Yeah, and uh, so y'all bring so much more than just coaching though. Y'all bring community. And that that is that's worth millions. I mean, to to somebody like me, mm-hmm. y'all bring a lot of. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you that. Thank you. Um, that was the biggest thing when when John and I were trying to build ALG. It's, it had to be above us. Yeah. Like if it's all about us and like what we do, it's like, right. that's not sustainable. Yeah. Right. That's like John and I, John has a huge ego, but not that huge big ego. ego. Huge <laughs> ego. <laughs> Biggest ego in the room. All he's the time. he's, he's not... got a couple of nice suits. Thanks, baby. Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. No, but the thing is like I, when, when, when David and I created this, I never wanted it to be based on our journeys or our stories. Truth. Like I, our journeys and our stories don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like we're just a fucking cog on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, and I feel like the same goes for almost everybody who's in this sphere, like in this niche, um, in the long scheme of things, like your story doesn't matter what you do to give back to people and, and how you can help people. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, so, you know, Doug, the way that we like to end the podcast, uh, is we like to ask a series of questions. Um, so I have two questions for you. I got one. First, I'm adding one too. All right, good. So that, uh, oh, that'll make the three. Um, first question, if you could go back in time to Doug, who was too nervous to get on the first AOG community call, what would you tell him? Get the hell on there. Seriously, I mean, come on. They're not going to buy it. Too hard, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Two. Now, there's this one I think is very interesting. If you go back in time and you could talk to yourself who is white knuckling, eating nothing but chicken and apples every single day, what would you tell him? Oh, man. <sighs> hmm. Find something you enjoy other than just being miserable every day. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. David, extra question. So this is going on the internet forever. And this is a really cool opportunity because as you and I, and we all know life isn't sunshine and rainbows every freaking day. And there are days where, and unicorns, and there are days when you just don't want to get your thousand steps in. You just want to eat your face off. You just want to sit and watch Netflix all day. There are days where you just don't feel like doing the right thing. Okay. I want you to speak to yourself for the next minute and psych yourself up. Because if you have those days, you can go back to this podcast, go to the end and look at yourself, psyching yourself up. Go. Oh, wow. There's people in the hospital that would kill for the opportunity to move their legs and arms and to breathe without machines. <sighs> Golly, this is this is difficult. 
Hmm. What would you need to hear? You know, you know yourself more than anybody. Yeah, so what are the what things you need, that you, what do you need, need to hear? What do you need to hear? Get your ass up and do something. I mean, it's, you can choose the heart. You can choose the plane that you want to be in. You can either just stay there or get up and hurt. And some, sometimes, well, you know, you do want to just sit. Well, anyway, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting messed up here. You're good. You're, fine. You're, You're good. good. You're good. It's a, it's a learning curve. Like, again, like figuring this, these are things that as you start going in this process, you'll find what's, what psychs you up more. You find out what, what, what drives you. And as you, as you kind of do this more and more, this is something that's fun where it's like you start figuring out what is the unique thing about you that gets you moving. And everyone's a little different. That's yeah. why the same motivation that works for David Goggins is not the same thing that works for John. It's not the same things mm. like, like the David Goggins approach. Like, like, I'm sorry, David Goggins is not something that vibes with me. That's yeah, not, an, that's know. not, but there's some people out there. They need the David Goggins approach to get their life in order. That's sweet. Mm. And some people need like a Tony Robbins kind of vibe. And some people need like a mother Arpino Arpino type of vibe. Giant or giant or kind of vibe. No one needs a David Roden kind of vibe. No, 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 one, not no at one. all. Nope. No, 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 no one pays for that. Nope. No one pays yeah. for that. Absolutely. Not. No one wants nope. to see that. I, 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 but, uh, but again, that, that you start, that's, that's what's so fun about this process. You start figuring it out, figure out, and just being more well thought and versed on like, okay, what do I need to do? How do I keep, how do I keep myself moving? And it's a process. It's a learning curve. And I'll never be independent unless I do move. Right. This, this is, this is, I fucking love you just said that. This is what I talk about constantly, external versus internal motivation. External yeah. is fantastic. Getting a coach is a great catalyst. Yeah. Having whatever is a great, having friends and family around you to kind of push you can take you a certain distance. But the only yeah. way you sustain is through building that inner guidance system, building that inner motivation, that inner accountability, that that's what sustains you. Yeah, and I mean, you can you can start with pain as a motivational factor, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's going to be a place where your the pain subsides. Yep. Then what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Right. I it fucking is. this is like everything I talk about. I love well, it. Well, I give John credit for it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's the last right hook. Just David's out, not knocked out. Hold on. <laughs> I can love you. <laughs> I'm gonna love you. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, Dougie, I love you, man. David, I just, I really appreciate you letting me and every person that we bring on here break your balls for the last <laughs> year. over a year. Really that that takes a lot of. That takes a lot of gut. You know, like that takes a lot of. That takes a lot of grit. That takes limitless ch- talent. That takes execution. <laughs> that takes hustle. Only people watching this on YouTube will understand what that means. <laughs> yeah. By the way, when we f- before we started this podcast, uh, John and Doug were completely roasting me on my background. <laughs> you know, kids, one day you could be anything you want to be if you just hustle, execute. <laughs> <laughs> 
talent means no, nothing yeah. without hard work. Ex, uh, I'm trying to read it backwards and upside down. <laughs> Grit makes some. I can't. Hold on. Can, can you read them all in a Dutch girl accent? Grit made up of hustle, hard work, and passion and perseverance. Talent means nothing without hard work. Uh, executions. Stop talking. Put in the work. Hustle. The worst important. Hustle. The most important word ever. Limitless. Infinite possibilities to those who believe. That was really good. <laughs> you sounded like that YouTube kid. You know what I'm talking we, about? No. No, I'll send you one of his videos later. I don't even watch YouTube. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, guys, if you've made it through this podcast, we really appreciate you. Doug, if people want to support your journey, which I really feel like they should, where can they follow you on Instagram? Instagram, I'm on Dougie Does Fat Loss at Dougie Does Fat Loss. Dougie Does Fat Loss. Excellent day. Yeah, because that's what I do. You yeah. does the fat loss. That's what you do, baby. That's what you do. Love you. Thank you for being on today. Thank you for Doug. Seriously, thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone. I know that this took a lot for you. Um, yeah, I'm so thank nervous. you for being here today. Don't be nervous, bro. It's just us. How do you feel you did? I don't know. I, I think you did I great. I don't know. I think you did great. I did okay. I think you did really I, good. Oh, there, there's, there's his line. I'm gonna get. We're gonna get an ALG shirt. Some say it says, "I'm okay." I'm but okay. I don't know how do you, how do you say okay? It's like. O K H A A. It's no, it's O A. Yeah, O H K A A A Y. Something like that. Yeah. All right. If it's okay with both of you now, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my spiel to end this thing. Is that is that? But I'm gonna cut you off about probably five seconds, seven times. All right. And this is why no one cares. All right, ready. So you can follow Dougie at Dougie Does Fat Loss on Instagram. You can follow me at Jarps Journey. That's J A R P S underscore Journey. You can follow him at fit underscore d rock and you can follow the accountable life group at accountable life group on instagram if you want to be a part of the community call each and every single wednesday night you go on to accountablelifegroup.com and click on the events page you can jump right on in via zoom if you're looking to join alg coaching we have one-on-one and group coaching dougie's involved in the group coaching and he absolutely loves it you can go on to algcoaching.com the Accountable Life Journal is available right now on Amazon. And if you want to support the podcast, you can save 20% off your Redcon order by going to redcon.com, redcon1.com and using promo code T20JARPS. That's T20JARPS. And that way you can have unlimited power. And you can get this cool T-shirt. All right, that's it. David's going so hard. He wants to interrupt so bad. Look at him. He looks like he's constantly. We're done. Toodles. <laughs> okay, stay beautiful, stay sexy, stay accountable. Bye. Toodles.